You are tuned to Ma'Allah with Sheikh Zakaria Samir. Respected listener of Merkaz al-Sahaba, the voice of Ahl al-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah, Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Zakaria Samir welcomes you today on this Mubarak Monday afternoon where we're going to be having inshallah half an hour together, less than half an hour together inshallah respected listener and uh, I have prepared uh, a wise story for you. It's related to one of the Sahaba the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. His name was Abad bin Sharhabil, radiyallahu anhu. A story happened with uh, this Sahabi, respected listener, that I find it very important to learn a couple of lessons from it. And uh, from there, inshallah, we uh, redirect ourselves. We learn more. We have more education. We learn from the previous generations and uh, we follow. And this is how we learn and practice upon what we have learned. It is very important to come out of the result from every incident and everything that happens either with you or before you or you came to know about. The incident or the story should not actually pass entirely away from your mind, but we need to understand. We need to understand because it, the story is coming to you for a specific purpose. Yani maybe I have decided upon this story to read with you, inshallah, on A, so you may understand something from it. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us always with alert mind, to learn from other people's mistakes or incidents or experiences. So we get like the knowledge on a tray of gold. We don't have to go into the same experience in order to learn something. But there the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is bringing this to you, respected listener, uh, with its uh, uh, wisdom, with its information to you, 
to understand and to follow. So what uh, Abad, Abad is the one who is actually narrating the story, right? So Abad bin Sharhabil radiallahu ta'ala an said, أصابتني سنة فدخلت حائطا من حيطان المدينة ففرقت سنبلا فأكلت وحملت في ثوبي فجاء صاحبه فضربني وأخذ ثوبي فأتيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال له ما علمت إذ كان جاهلا ولا أطعمت إذ كان جائعا فرد علي ثوبي وأعطاني وسقا أو نصف وسق من طعام رواه أصحاب السنن إلا الترمذي Now I'm going to explain to you exactly what Sharhabil has been saying. You see Sharhabil was a very normal person. He wasn't either rich or poor, middle class. But during his life, he passed through some tough time. Like us, like me, like you, we pass. The life doesn't go on one rhythm. It, it changes. And we're not always on the one standard or one level. But we, we drop, we go higher, we drop again. And this is life. This is how it is. So uh, since that Sharhabil was another human like me and you, so he lived a very normal life. And uh, uh, the normal life says that he went through some uh, tough time and hard time. And that time, respected listener, it was, it was common for people to be hungry and be going and looking for food, right, left, going here, going there. Today, alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, this matter of hunger, no, we're not suffering from it, alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. We, we don't go hungry. We always find something to eat there. So one day, while he was hungry, and he fell a bit sick because of the hunger. I have seen people going sick because of their hunger, respected listener. Yes, not amongst us, alhamdulillah, but from other nations. Uh, uh, they, they, they actually, they, they still go till today with hunger, and they still can go for one day or two days without anything that goes into their stomachs. It is true, it is a fact, but maybe we don't feel it. As we have, instead of one fridge, we have two fridges. Instead of one loaf of bread, we have two and three. Instead of one piece of meat, we have packs and packs sitting in the freezer. Not only meat, but chicken and fish and many, many varieties. So we don't know what is really hunger. We don't know the meaning of hunger until today, respected listener. You know, it, it is something that I would like you to, to, to ponder upon and, and go and see and visit those ones whom claim that we don't have food or you find somebody there by the robot saying, please give me something, please, I'm hungry. Once you give him something, then he puts it in his pocket and then he goes for the next car. Oh, please give me something and I'm hungry. He's always asking for food, but he never is eating. Why? Because he's saving the money that he is getting. 
He only eats when somebody gives him food. But if it is money that you have given, then he is not going to eat. He would rather go and do something else with it. Those people are in jahalat and they are in dalal. They, they do not see light. And this is those, those guys, respected listener, is uh, an example for you. Yes, it's an example for me to see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala favored me with my mentality, with my, with my willpower, with my energy, with my iman, that I must not stretch my arm to nobody. My eye must not do that under any circumstances because I depend on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If I'm hungry and somebody comes and f gives me some food, ahlan wa sahlan, no problem. But I am not going to stretch my hand to anybody. As Rasulullah sallallahu has did not, did not, was not uh, happy when he saw a beggar there going and begging people. And he called him and he told him, no, you should not do that. So uh, begging is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should yani, uh, uh, protect us from it, from that poverty. Walhamdulillah uh, Rabbil Alameen. That is why we need to give a sadaqah, at least a sadaqah every day, respected listener. Because it prevents us from the, the calamity of poverty and the, the test of poverty. Remember that what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, if you give, I give you more. If you give more, I give you more. So your, your wealth is not going to actually be shortened because of what you are giving. No matter how much you are giving, whether it's a lot or little, it's not going to take your wealth away, but it will add to your wealth. This is something that we need to emphasize upon and and it is it is requested from us to give on daily basis inshallah and may allah keep us a giver give us then take us ameen so we're talking about sharhabil abad so he didn't find anything to eat so he went out of his place where he is staying to look for something to eat and while he was in the way, he saw a garden. He peeped over the fence in the garden, so he saw uh, uh, some fruit. So it, he went inside the 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 the, the, the garden, and uh, 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 unintentionally, he, he felt so hungry towards those. Uh, uh, fruits that in the garden so he started picking and eating picking and eating eating and eating and after his hunger subsided then he sat and he kept on looking at the abundance of fruits hanging on all the trees and he remembered that he has been hungry for three days. What if he takes for tomorrow or the day after some of those fruits where it, it, it's not going to cause any harm to the owner, obviously, but it will make a difference to him as he will be in need of food every day. 
So what he is going to do? Is he going to come here every day? So he thought, with his mentality, obviously, because we differ when it comes to intellect, respected listener. We differ. We differ a lot. You think this way. I think that way. He thinks that way. And she thinks different way. So we all do not think the same way. So he started now picking up some, some, uh, some fruit and he was putting in his garment. After some time, there he see that the owner of uh, uh, the, the, the garden is coming towards him. Now, he's carrying all the stuff. Now he is scared. So the owner of the garden comes, hits him, hits him first. Then he takes the fruit from him and he takes his garment from him as well. So he hits him, and he takes the fruit from, from him, and he takes his garment. Now, Abad bin Sharhabil doesn't have a garment. And he runs to Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What happened, Sharhabil? Why are you without, without clothes? He said, Ya Rasulullah, I went into that garden it has so much of nice fruits and I was very hungry and I was getting sick because of my hunger and I went inside and I ate and I took some I put it in my garment and I, bow, I, was, I was about to go out of the garden there the, 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 the garden owner the landlord comes hits me takes the fruit away from me and he takes my garment as well Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wasn't very happy for that action. So he, 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 he called the, the owner. He called the, uh, the, the garden uh, landlord to talk to him about his extreme, extreme violence towards a man who was hungry, a man who was taking few fruits, and he was not intending no harm and he was given hiding and he was his garment even was taken away from him so there he comes the man then he said to him what have you gained out of this act of yours you, you, you hit him and you took his garment away from him and you did not even let him enjoy whatever fruit that he had. What did you do? You did not teach him anything. If he was ignorant, if somebody did something wrong, then you should have actually taught him what, is, what was right to be done. You did not teach him anything. He left him, you left him ignorant as he is. And you did not even feed him when he was hungry. Neither you have taught him while he was ignorant, nor you have fed him when he was hungry. 
Then he commanded him to give him back his garment. In the same token, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commanded his sahaba to bring some food for Abbad radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So they gave him so much of Bali, it reaches about 60 wasq. Now 60 wasq is about a container. The wasq is about a container that is used was used that time for measurement. So they give you the wheats and the the, the barley and the and the the, tam, the tamar and the kajur, not by scale. They did not have scale that time, but they gave him in a wasq. Wasq is like a container that measures the quantity of the item that you give him. So he reached about sixty wasps of wheat uh, of uh, of barley and you know of barley barley you can make bread out of yes it will be of a bit of a hard bread but it will uh, it will satisfy your 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 hunger and that is the food of the poor people so that tells us respected listener that the sahaba of rasulullah most of them 90% of them were poor. Were poor. That they eat the, the, the barley uh, bread uh, 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 not wild. And even they donate while they have the, the least. But they with that, they still donate and they still give. On that day, Sayyidna Sharhabil, Abad ibn Sharhabil went home very happy although he had he had a, a hiding and he was crying but rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam brought back his right to him what do we learn from this respected listener yani you can see that the person was thin and he was like looking weak that's besides if he says that I am sick. You have to have your, uh, in, uh, you have to have your, 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 uh, your look. You have to have uh, an understanding uh, how this man looks like. Is he, is he really in need or not? Number two. The, the, the worst of the matters, respected listener, that, uh, 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 Many of us, they fall into haram because of their need. They fall into haram because of their need. Now, uh, for instance, uh, uh, somebody who is extremely hungry, he can't find anything to eat. Then uh, he finds some people sitting, maybe Christians, maybe whatever they are, but they're eating pig. Is he supposed to eat? But he is a man is hungry. Then he can eat. Then he can eat. This is coming from Rahmah, from the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The need sometimes pushes us to commit haram. It is very important, respected listener, that we have to share our sustenance with others. Not only as a zakah once a year, or the zakah twice a year, or thrice a year, or four times a year, 
as long as you are living there is people around you and those people they don't have everything that you have neither you have everything that they have so we have to cooperate and unite in this world in order to satisfy one another's need imagine if this world are like brothers and sisters and they gonna see to each other like a family and they gonna help each other like a family and we are, but we are a family we are a family we are brothers and sisters if you are not in Islam then it's in humanity because we are human and human cannot live alone that's why we always seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all our aspects and all our needs we always call upon the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it as a reward for each one who here helps and gives to somebody the reward of 10 times and a promise from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that no matter how much you give Allah will give you more you will not run poor because of your sadaqah or because of your assistance or because of your help that you helped others it's very important respected listener that you have to feel you have to feel for other people whether they are beggars or they are uh, 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 cripples or they are orphans or they are old, old age people or, 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 or whatever it is or refugees even of course respected listener we represent human values Islam stands on human values Islam is based on human values and doing good to each other after admitting that Allah is one to complete that you have to do good those ones who believed and did good doing good is compulsory respected listener it's compulsory you have to do good and when you do good Allah will give you what Allah will give you ten times no matter what good that you have done ten times of that good ten times of that good that's the minimum that is the minimum maximum Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides but the minimum law that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said is al-hasanatu bi-ashri amthaliha you say you you was good towards people Allah will be good ten times towards you because you're not giving people you're giving Allah the sadaqat that's why you said this is lillah lillah means to Allah to Allah it goes yes Allah will take it and will give it to others will give it to others which is the person that you are giving in front from your intention it's lillah Allah gave it to that person that you are giving now so you are the means of giving and taking Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar, Wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah. 
Remember, respected listener, as long as you see to those people who are in need of you, Allah will see to you when you are in need of Him. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Kill all your